And so what's going to adjust life family balance is what season of business you're in. Are you in a digging season? Are you in a planting season? Are you in a reaping season? All of those affect life differently. Welcome to the Prince George's Daily. On this season, we will be taking a look at businesses and entrepreneurs in Prince George's County, getting insight into both the business process and the world of entrepreneurship. You will hear the stories shared by business owners and the entrepreneurs in the county, their challenges and their steps for success. Hello, Prince George's County. I'm Del Roden, and today is January 21st, 2020. Today's episode of the Prince George's Daily, David Smalls interviews one of his personal heroes, a Grammy award-winning producer. You want to know how winning several stellar awards for music production might change your business life? Find out from David Smalls and our Prince George another day, Richard Davis of R2D Productions. Coming up right after our weather. In today's weather, a high temperature will make it to just about 35 degrees with our low dropping back down to the mid-20s overnight under clear skies. Tomorrow, our high temperature will reach the near to mid 40s with virtually no chance of rain. Clouds move in tomorrow night as our lows drop back down to the mid 20s. For Thursday, we can expect a high temperature right around 45 degrees with a 10% chance of rain if nothing in the upper atmosphere changes between now and then. Confession time, I'm not 100% sure what the upper atmosphere is, but it sounded smart, so I'm going to stick with it. According to the National Weather Service, our sunrise was at 721, and our sunset will take place this, this afternoon at 515. That's the weather for today, January 21st, 2020. Stay with us after David Smalls and our Prince George another day. We bring you the news from the desk of Lillian Torres. In today's news, Lillian explores a house fire in New Carrollton, a beauty pageant celebrates its third year in the county, and a sad story about a legendary DeMatha coach. That's part of today's newscast. Right now, though, let's hear from our Prince Georgian of the day, Richard Davis. All right, everybody, this is David Smalls. I'm sitting here with my special guest. This is Mr. Richard Davis. From Fredericksburg, Virginia. Yes, guys, right next to Arkansas. So he's here. <laughs> he is here today. He uh, was so gracious to give us his time. And we're just going to talk to him today about his role as an entrepreneur, being a businessman and, uh, you know, what it is he does and hopefully introduce him to you guys because he does a lot of work in the PG area. Um, so could you start off by telling us what the name of your company is, sir? Name of my company is R2D Music Productions. All right, sir. And what, what kind of services do you provide? Um, we provide production, songwriting, uh, studio recording space. Um, studio recording, studio musicians, um, uh, anything from uh, radio commercials, edits, uh, podcast edits, um, pretty much a one-stop shop for any recording needs we provide. Okay. How long has your company been around? Um, company's been established since 2006, believe it or not. Wow. Okay. Wow. What uh, led you to start your own company? What Was this something you always wanted to do, or how did you come about to being your own business. in all honesty it was something that uh i was walked into once i realized i could do it for myself um it's one of those things where um uh, one day i woke up and saw what i was doing for somebody else 
and saw that what I was doing for somebody else on the level that I was doing it for somebody else, I could do all this for myself. Um, and that began my journey of saying, okay, what does this look like for me? Okay, so what kind of steps did you take to get started or to start this company? Because, you know, a lot of people wake up one day and say, hey, I want to start a business and have no idea what that entails. Now, granted, you said you were already performing a service at a high level for other people. So mm -hmm. for one thing, I think people need to understand that you should be at least good at something before you decide Absolutely. to start a, a business in that. And that kind of goes without saying, because you have years uh, invested in music, correct? Mm -hmm. yes, and sir. you have a huge background. I mean, could you just explain a little bit of your background in music just so people know you're not a, hey, I'm just a guy who <laughs> has this in my basement and I, this is what I do. Right. Um, a little bit about my musical background. Uh, I've been uh, playing instruments since the age of eight. Um, in my church background, uh, my first minister music position was at the age of 14. Um, as of this year, well, as 2020, February 2020 will be 21 years of music service for me in church. Um, outside of that, I spent about uh, 14, 15 years playing on a professional level uh, for many different gospel artists and even some secular. Um, for a majority, for a big chunk of that time, I was driven into the production um, role. Um, also attended Hampton University, the other HU, um, no offense to Howard, um, and did study in uh, music composition and also engineering. Um, so I'm currently uh, convincing myself to go back and get my master's in audio engineering. Um, but I've been around it for a while, um, and I was also uh, an assistant director at, uh, at a high school in Stafford County for about eight years. Yeah, so uh, as you can hear, he clearly has an idea of music in a sense and, and what you do. <laughs> in a sense. And that's good, though. Like, you know, people need to understand that there's, there's more to it than just, oh, I like doing this. Like, you, you should Absolutely. have some type of knowledge or some type of, I mean, experience that definitely helps. So. And I think, you know, with that, um, the more experience you get, the more education you get, whether you go to college, whether you go to uh, workshops, whether you do online seminars, whether it's even just subscribing to a YouTube channel and being diligent and learning what's on that. Some sort of educational, educational background outside of what's just in your hands um, or what's in your natural grasp is good because it broadens your scope. And then once your scope is broadened, you can actually see what's in your wheelhouse and what works the best for you. Um, so like for me, um, I have a classical background in music. I have a jazz uh, proficiency study in music. I have a composition major in music. I also have a wide gospel background in music. Um, so with all that, that's pretty broad. So out of that, I can look and say, okay, which one of these do I do really well? Which ones do I not do as well? And then let me pick my highest ones. And then that's my wheelhouse. And then I sharpen myself to be unique about that. Because the same thing is one of those, you want to trademark what you do. Mm. So um, when you're looking at starting a businesses, a business, excuse me, um, there's so many businesses that are available and that are open that do the same thing you do. The question is, what makes your business unique? What do you bring different to the table that nobody else brings to the table? And your uniqueness comes from that broad wheelhouse. You got to be able before you start um, going back to your previous question when you asked um, what how did I walk into it as starting? Um, I took what I did uniquely. At the time when I started, 
Um, you're talking about this was the early 2000s. Uh, MIDI was just beginning to be uh, a thing at that point in time. Now everybody gets on GarageBand, and that's how they learn how to. I got GarageBand. I'm a producer. You know, back then it wasn't like that. You still had analog recording. You still, uh, digital was just coming into play. And I mean, from the years 2002 until 2010, music took a vast, quick jump technically and digitally into the digital era. But back in then, you're talking about 2002 to 2007, MIDI was just starting to be grasped and understood outside of the major wheelhouse studios. Um, so I was one of the guys in the local area, in my area, that understood it. And so I knew how to create my own rewires. I knew how to make this system talk to this system and how to make this work with this. And, how to, and so studio engineers would bring me in to say, okay, we have this project. Is, this song is clearly needs some help. Uh, we have to do brain surgery, but how can we do it? I'd sit down and say, well, MIDI, using this, this is how I can make this work. And um, I pull those things together. So I would say, um, with all that being said, um, you know, going into starting um, my business, I took what I did well, um, what I knew how to do well, and I started there. Um, because what you want to do is um, you want to realize, number one, that people are not necessarily going to have mercy on you if they're spending money on you on I'm just starting. So you never want to come to people with um, your bare minimum wanting to have a pity business. You want your business to be at the top quality. You want your business to be at the best level. So even that, if that is um, you might have the knowledge to do drum recordings and strings recordings and all that, but you might not have the facility to do it or the equipment to do it at the top level. But you have the equipment to do great MIDI recordings, great vocal recording, then that's what you offer. Mm -hmm. You want to make sure that what you start off with, nobody can come to you and say, this isn't a 10 product. Because that's what's going to grow your business and that's what's going to grow your success. Awesome. That's a good insight um, into just some of the things that people need to do or consider when starting a business, playing to your strengths. I think Absolutely. that's just wise for anybody. And in your mind, be okay with that. Mm. Because know that every time you do this, you're getting a win. You want to keep in mind, you want to you be able to set goals on paper. So you want to be able to set your start goal, your two-year goal, your five-year goal, your eight-year goal, your 10-year goal. You never want to be intimidated by your five-year goal while you're in your first-year goal. You want it to be encouragement and not intimidation. If it ever becomes intimidation, then you start making sacrifices to try to make something happen before it's time for it to happen. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's man, that's good. All right. Um, so obviously you have gotten, you're at a point in, in your business, in your career, that you've been doing this for a while. Mm -hmm. um, and you're ever growing, ever learning um, and so is the industry in which you work. Uh, music is always changing every day. Um, what are some of the challenges that you face on a regular basis, especially in this field? Because we know, of course, a lot of people do it. You have some people who may not feel as though they're on par with other mm -hmm. people, that whole, you know, mm -hmm. comparison trap and everything. So mm -hmm. what are some of your challenges that you face daily? One of my challenges is the understanding of partnership. So one of the unique, remember we talked about earlier, um, what are some of the unique traits that you bring to the table? One of the unique traits from my company 
is it's built upon partnership. So anybody can come to me and ask for any type of service and recording. And if I don't have it inside the studio when you're looking at it, I can get it because I have strong partnerships. But because people have been so used to uh, business uh, relationships or business contracts where partnership is not uh, a plus or a strength, they get nervous leading into partnership. So they don't understand why, how do you get this top level strings uh, company to record for this price when they charge this or when they do that or how you're going to get. And so all the hows, the hows, the whys, the whats, because there's um, been a stigma in the recording community that it's doggy dog. And there's not a lot of partnerships where people work together in unity and harmony. My thing is I've built my company uh, and my business off the premise of what I don't do well, I'll find somebody that does do well, and I'll partner with them so they'll work for me and with me. Um, so if you come in and you say, I need live horns, well, I don't play a trumpet, and I'm not going to learn how to play a trumpet, but I have more horns on my list. So I'll call Marvin Thompson and say, hey, i uh, got a client. Here's the money. Here's what I need done. It's cut. I go to bed. I wake up in the morning. I have it. You move on with life. It's the power of partnership. Um, I think it's the biggest struggle because, again, it's getting a society used to a cultural non-norm um, because in most production companies, it's not normal. Uh, it's not normal culture for partnership to be a strength. Wow. Wow. Well, you said something very key as well. Like, instead of trying to reinvent the wheel or to basically hog all the work by saying you know what come to my production company and instead of me going to find other people to partner with i could just say well i'll just give you some horns on the keyboard or whatever absolutely say, no i'll give somebody else an opportunity and then in turn they work with me and for absolutely. me and you only build that way you continue to get more work that way and you can get more accomplished when we kind of partner correct yeah well i say i would say this that a person's wealth is defined by the depth of their relationships can you repeat that? A person's wealth is defined by the depth of their relationships. Wow. A person that is poor, they're poor because they have no relationships. A, poor, a person that is wealthy is wealthy because they have the right relationships. So relationships and partnership matter. I can take my scale of uh, scope of work from a 5 to a 10 and broaden the type of client that would come to me from a 10 to a 20 based upon the power of partnership that would help me fulfill the goal. Or I can limit and put subtraction into play if I say I'm only going to do everything. Wow, that's good because <laughs> a lot of people who are entrepreneurs really do have this notion that it's got to be me. Mm -hmm. I got to do this because mm -hmm. if I don't do this, absolutely, I don't want to lose work to other people or maybe absolutely. it's a fear thing or whatever the case. So, absolutely. you know, in order to be successful in life, life is a network. So yes. if you can't partner with people, you're limiting yourself greatly and how much you can accomplish what you can do and even the doors that open for you because you can get a door open for say the horn player that they themselves through relationship might not have and vice versa like hey man i and know a guy versa. who can do their production just i give him a ring so that's man that's good stuff man absolutely so that's one of the challenges what what, what are some of the benefits that you think in having your own company oh and the benefits of having my own company i set my own rules so, you know, the one thing that um, drove me, one of the things that drove me rather into setting my own company um, was that I got tired of playing by everybody else's rules. 
I got tired of deciding, uh, somebody else deciding what I was going to get paid or if I was going to get paid. Mm-hmm. I get tired of just getting decided if I was going to get my credits or if I wasn't going to get my credits. And so I decided I was going to take my own self-worth into my own hands and I was going to make my own rules. Nothing is better for a person um, that is going after a dream than to be able to play by their own rules of the game. That question is answered. That's awesome. All right, man. So, I mean, you obviously you have a lot of things going on as an entrepreneur in general, because you have more than just, you know, the actual job to be concerned about or whatever. You you know, you have your taxes, you have your finances, everything else that comes along just with being an entrepreneur. Absolutely. Um, And that's something you probably juggle every day. So what what about work life balance? Because I know that you mm. have a wife, you have children. <laughs> what does that even does that mean anything? Is it possible? Does it what would a perfect day to you look mm. like? You know, I'm going to tap something that I heard from a, a, a very brilliant entrepreneur, uh, Pastor Keon Henderson. And he said, everybody tries to obtain worth like balance. And what they really need to look for is worth like work life seasons. Um, there are going to be seasons of life um, where you're digging. There are going to be seasons of life where you're sowing. There's going to be seasons of life where you're reaping. So it's big to understand what season of life in business that you're in because that's going to predicate how you shift your personal time. So it's one of those where family and lifetime always sits in one area, but then work and business sits in another area. And so what's going to adjust life family balance is what season of business you're in are you in a digging season are you in a planting season are you in a reaping season all of those affect life differently so for example in a digging season i might not have as much time with family as i want all the time i might have to say for three four days out of the week i gotta be locked away doing this and we just know we set sundays for family day saturdays from this time to this time we do that Now, planting season might be completely different. You might have more flexibility and you get your most flexibility in reaping season because now you've reached a level, a certain plateau that you've aimed for, which brings in a certain level of resources. So your work level now backs down because your resources eclipse your work level, which is usually what you want. Um, In your planting season, your hours are going to eclipse your level of income. So your income is going to be lower than what you're working at because that's planting season. That's digging season. This is when you're trying to establish. But when something is established, the income now oversees the hours. So it's just one of those things. And and the best thing is uh, for me and my wife, having an open understanding on where you are, a realistic understanding. So I think a lot of times what people um, get tripped up on is they don't have a realistic conversation or view of where they are. And so they paint this picture that's not reality and they try to live by it. And it's hard because at the end of the day, if you got to meet a deadline, you got to meet a deadline. Well, telling your wife you don't have to meet a deadline is a lie. So you're getting her hopes up about something that ain't true. So you do better if you say, hey, about to go into this season, work on this project. This is what it's going to look like for me. Can we do this? She signs off and says, yes, you do it. Stick to what you said. Don't add nothing to it. Don't take away from it, but have those communications, have those talks, and then make that balance out. Man. Nothing's ever 50-50. Work-life balance is a balance of communication. That's good. Very good and very important to hear. Um, 
I'm going to be taking those as I am now. <laughs> um, so talk to me about your connection to Prince George's County, because you live in Fredericksburg, but mm-hmm. you're familiar with Prince George's County. I know you have Absolutely. clients in the area. You, you frequent Prince George's County. Frequent flyer. Yeah, yeah. They would have me here three times a week if I went to everything. Yeah, so... What is it about PG County that because you're you're doing a Christmas tour, correct? Absolutely. And for many of you who may not have heard this man's music, the guy is phenomenal. He oh, is you, the baby face of Fredericksburg. <laughs> so, if you can get to the Christmas tour, you should check it out. But he's going to be bringing that tour to PG. Absolutely. Um, so, what what made you want to bring your tour of all places that you could have brought it to? Why did you decide to bring it to PG? Well, again, for me, whenever I look to do something, I look, again, my, one of my big rules, because, you no, know, I set my own rules. One of my rules are, who can I do this with? Who can help me in this? Who can partner with me? So I always look to friends and partnerships that I've sold into over the years. Just so happens some of my greatest partnerships are in this area. So I have one of the musicians, as yourself, that has played with me for years, um, that have churches, that have partnerships. Um, Stephen Hurd, First Baptist Church of Glen Arden. We will be there on Sunday the 15th. So you can see us Sunday, December 15th, 8 o'clock, 10 o'clock, or 12 noon. Um, I'm looking forward to it. But that's a partnership. That's a relationship I've built, geez, over the last eight years. Um, so when I was doing something, the thing about partnerships that makes it wonderful is that when it's an authentic partnership and friendship, they learn how to celebrate you in your times. So when you call and say, hey, this is what I'm doing, they say, how can I help? Because I want to be with you and I want to celebrate you in it. So that's how I got into PG, and that's one of the big reasons why I'm in PG. Um, one of the other reasons why, um, this is one of the meccas for the DMV area. Um, it's one of the largest counties in Maryland. It's also one of the most profitable counties in Maryland. And a lot of talent as far as production, uh, artistry, musicianship resides in this area. Um, so for me... Um, to be an influential uh, mover and shaker, as they would say, quote unquote, in the industry. Um, I have to be tied to the PG area because many of our strengths come out of this county. So that's really why my relationships are so deep here, um, because I understand, again, um, and somebody might say, well, Fredericksburg, that's about what, about an hour and a half? That's kind of far with traffic, two hours. Absolutely. But you have to understand the season you're in again. So at the season when you're sowing relationships and when you're pouring and when you're digging, you understand that sacrifice is necessary. Sacrifice is necessary for the relationships you want to build. Um, so I'm a part of the um, DMV, um, GMWA uh, chapter. Um, as far as uh, the Gospel Announcers Guild, I'm a part of that chapter. I also represent the D.C. area um, in the Grammy Association, which is a very big uh, deal for me. And so I'm very attent and astute in attending uh, meetings and uh, being involved in processes um, because I also represent my genre, which is gospel music. And the reality of it is, although there are many of us in gospel music, there are not many of us that represent in these associations. And so for me, it's worth the drive. It's worth the time um, to be invested and to be involved and to help make a difference wherever I can. And that's amazing, man. Hopefully one day we'll be able to get you to do a concert at the new Center for Performing Arts located on the campus of Prince George's Community College. That would be awesome, man. Man, I would be ecstatic about doing that. We got to make that happen. Yes, sir. Got to make it happen. All right. So 
you are passionate about what you do, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm assuming that that passion just comes from your deep love of what did you know? Obviously, you love of music, but you have a love for people, like Absolutely. the way you network. Like you use the word partnership probably more than any other word throughout this interview, mm-hmm. which means you care about people. Absolutely. Um, so is that what drives you to do what you do on a regular basis, especially in those seasons where it may be a digging season or it's like, you know what? I really would rather not do this right now. Um, yeah. I would rather roll over in the bed or, or work with somebody else, whatever the yeah. case may be. Is that what drives you in those moments? Well, I'll start with this quote. The richest place in the world is the graveyard. At every tombstone, you see riches that die with somebody and they're buried in a casket. Um, to live out your days and not pour out and empty yourself of everything that's in you is a shame and a crime. Partnerships are important again to me because I uh, am driven to do what somebody else did for me. Um, Somebody took a chance on me. Somebody took a risk on me. Somebody took their time to develop me, to shape me, and give me an opportunity to make mistakes and to learn and to grow and find myself. So what I try my best to do is every day look for somebody else that I can do that for. Um, That's one of my rules uh, that I live by because, again, it's my game. I make my own rules. Uh, so I try to find relationships that I can build where I can sow into someone else what was sowed into me and give people an opportunity to see themselves in another light and discover because life is about discovery. Um, and it's hard to discover if you're not given space to explore. So my thing is create a nice safe space for you to explore within these confines and see what happens. Oh, that's awesome, man. Um, so if they say, for example, an artist or somebody looking to do a recording or so mm-hmm. in the PG area wanted to use your services, how could they get in touch with you? How could they follow you? What information could you give them to get in touch with you? Easily. You can find me on my website at www.r2dmusic, the number two, r2dmusic.com. You can find me on Facebook at r2dmusic.com, Richard T. Davis. Uh, or you can find me on Instagram at R2D Music or at RT Davis. Very easy. I check my social media uh, like I check in with Jesus. So if you need to reach out to me, send me a message, and um, I would love to work with you. Awesome, awesome. So where would you like to see your company, your business go in the next five years? Oh, man, you know, um, it's, it's, that's a tough question. Um, but at the same time, it's an easy question. Um, the struggle is sometimes, you know, you feel like you sound arrogant when you set goals and when you voice the goals, but at the same time, it's easier when you understand that these are your goals. And if that's what you said, that's what you said. Mm. Um, so one of my goals is to be the best in the area, period, hands down, not to, um, take business away from anybody else. But, you know, I believe that every business is unique to what they provide. I just want to be so unique in what I provide that it's the best of the best at what I provide. Um, So, you know, I'm doing pretty well conquering my area. Uh, I'm trying to move into other areas, territories, D.C., Maryland, Richmond. I'm I'm coming. Here we go. R2D Music's on the rise Um, because I believe we have something to give. Um, One of the things that um, we provide for artists uh, is we provide them a safe space to explore. Every artist doesn't come into the studio with a hit. 
Um, but at the same time, our goal is to make you feel safe enough to explore what you do have. And then we give you the tools that you do have to make you a hit. Awesome. Awesome. So you have uh, your own music out as well, own projects yes, and sir. whatnot. Um, could you just let the listeners know if they want to, hey, listen, let me check this guy out. Let me see what his stuff sounds like before I decide to say, hey, I want you to do my <laughs> stuff. What, what, what could they, where could they find your music? Oh, man, you can find me at any digital outlet, Tidal, Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, Google Play, uh, all of that. Amazon YouTube. Music, YouTube. Uh, everything. Uh, you can type in Richard Davis, you'll find stuff. You can type in Richard Davis, one of my old groups, Spirit in Truth, you'll find music. Uh, you can type in Strong Tower Church, you'll find music there. You can type in Cornerstone Global Network, you'll find music there. Uh, I've done it all, um, and I have a little bit of everything uh, for everybody, including uh, I got some news. Can I drop my news? Sure. I got some fresh news. Awesome. You know how fresh it is? How fresh is it? This podcast is the first ones to get the news. Oh, uh Please speak louder. It's release day. <laughs> Are you ready? All right. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm ready. So, November 16th, brand new music Christmas single, He Is Here, released from Use Truly, will be available. Wow. It gets better. All right. Black Friday, full Christmas album, Christmas Rhapsody, will be available for purchase everywhere. I'm adding that onto the wish list right now. <laughs> Can't wait. Add it on because you know what? I've lo- I've been so excited about this project because again, I, I I think I've said this statement as much as I've said partnership. I set my own rules, um, and unlike most uh, producers and artists, you know they 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 walk in the area of some things. Lanes have been already defined. Uh, mine, I get to define my own, uh, and I have enjoyed the process because in this um, culmination of uh, songs to make this album I've pulled from every piece of musical background that I've had so I have some songs where it's just classical all day long then you come into a jazz fusion then you come into gospel then you come into some old school then you just come into pop and funk and you think thrillers on the radio at Christmas time and it's just a little bit of everything then we go classic Nat King Cole then we come out of that and it's just a little bit of everything it's a rhapsody mm-hmm. it's a combination of musical colors and characteristic put into a song so that's it's Rhapsody by definition, just in case you were not sure. <laughs> so, man, that, that's great news. Um, Thank you, man. Uh, listen, this has been a great interview. Richard Davis is a busy guy. We really appreciate you taking your time to come through here, man. You guys got to check the tour out when it comes in the area. Uh, it starts on December 7th. I know on the 7th we'll be in Fredericksburg, yep, correct? We'll be in Fredericksburg but when will 7th. you be? Can you give us the dates for when you'll be in PG, if you don't mind. Absolutely. I have dates for you. Look at somebody and say, he's got dates. You didn't say it. He's got dates. That's how the church acts. They get (laughs) on the radio and they don't don't know how to act. I'm playing. Um, So the 7th, we'll be starting in Fredericksburg. But then on the 13th, we'll be at Restoration Church in Bowie. On the 14th uh, at 6 p.m., we'll be at Faith City Church in Upper Marlboro. On the 15th at 8, 10, and 12 noon, we'll be at First Baptist Church of Glen Arden. And on December 21st at 6 p.m., we'll be at First Baptist Church District Heights in Maryland. Cool, man. So you guys have the dates. Please come check them out. I think you I, I know you won't be disappointed. And I think you'll enjoy the experience. Um, I appreciate your time, Richard. Um, Absolutely. Appreciate in the closing, is there anything you wanted to say 
to the listeners or or to to a person who says, you know what, I want to be an entrepreneur mm-hmm. like him. I want to make my mm-hmm. own rules. What what kind of advice or wisdom can you give? Um, some some nuggets I would give to you in closing. I would say, uh, write your dream down. No matter how big or how small it may be, write your dream down and tattoo it on your heart. Believe in it. Believe in yourself. Do not let the opinions of others uh, sway what you set your goals to be and then stick to those goals. Stick to what it is that's in you and know that you can accomplish whatever you set forth. Make yourself small victories. Celebrate your victories. Celebrate your victories over your failures because you will have failures, but always learn how to celebrate victories and just keep going. You're going to make it to the end. Good luck. And this has been a great interview. I am David Smalls for the Prince George's Daily. You guys have a great one. Georges County, I am Lillian Torres, and here is the latest news for today. A home in New Carrollton went up in flames on Saturday evening and has left five people displaced and one adult dead, fire officials said. Prince George's County Police is opening an investigation. At 6.15 p.m., the Prince George's County Fire Department was called to the 6400 block of Inlet Street in New Carrollton, where a house was engulfed in flames. Upon arrival, firefighters were able to rescue a 40-year-old female and a 25-year-old male from where they were trapped in the basement of the home. Both adults were taken to a nearby hospital where one remains in life-threatening injuries. Fire officials said the 40-year-old female succumbed to her injuries and has been pronounced dead. Fire officials said one firefighter was also taken to the hospital for injury evaluation. In a statement from Prince George's County firefighters, IAFF 1619, they say the first arriving units were delayed. PGFD announced Sunday they have opened an interval review into staffing needs. Prince George's County Firefighters IFFF 1619 President Andrew Panelis said Sunday the response time could have been lower had the first agency assigned to respond was available. Officials believe the fire broke out in the basement of the home and that the fire spread quickly to the first floor. Mike Yorishin, a spokesperson for the Prince George's Fire, said the flames displaced five other adults and the Red Cross is currently assisting in their relocation. Yorishin said some of the adults are related, but not all of them are. Fire officials are still investigating what caused the flames to break out. In the meantime, New Carrollton Police Chief David Rice said they're just hoping to make sure everyone else is okay. Legendary DeMatha Catholic High School basketball coach and Basketball Hall of Fame inductee Morgan Wooten is now in home hospice care, according to the school. DeMatha Catholic put out a Facebook post with the update on Monday. The 88-year-old coached at DeMatha for 46 years from 1956 to 2002, helping the Highsville, Maryland school win five national championships and 22 DC titles. He was also the first coach at the high school 
college, or professional basketball levels to reach 1,200 wins. Wooten also helped Matha win 33 conference championships and coached great players such as Adrian Dentley, Kenny Carr, Sid Catlett, Johnny Austin, Keith Bogas, and many more that have helped grow the sport at all levels. For his notable career as a coach, the Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame inducted him in 2000. Twenty of Wooten's DeMatha players played professionally, and he was also one of the founders of the McDonald's All-American Games. The annual McDonald's All-American Game Player of the Year Award is called the Morgan Wooten Award. Wooten was also a teacher to many coaches, using videos to spread his coaching philosophy. He's had multiple former players and coaches go on to coach in college ranks, including Notre Dame's head basketball coach, Mike Bray. The search is on for the next Miss Gorgeous Prince George's. The local teen pageant is back for its third year and is looking for teen girls to compete for the 2020 title. When Kiara Jackson, founder of the Friendly Competition, started the pageant for teenage girls in the county she grew up in, it was about making a difference. Jackson's organization is behind a third annual Miss Gorgeous Prince George's pageant, which is hosting an open house for interest knee teens and parents at the Kinland Community Center from March 7th from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. Yurina Ochulunu, 13 years old, is an 8th grader who aspires to become a mathematician and owner of a dance company someday. She's a 2019 title holder. Ochulunu said the experience has increased her confidence. The pageant is seeking girls between the ages of 12 and 18 years old. No experience is needed. Jackson said the girls must have a clean record and live in Prince George's County. The girls will spend three months training to excel in four categories that they will be judged for June 14th. It includes an introductory speech about themselves, a talent, a monologue embodying a character that inspires them, and a question. The grand prize winner gets $1,000 a sash, crown, photo shoot, and public appearances at local events. The first and second runner-up gets a $250 cash prize. This podcast is brought to you by Prince George's Community News and Prince George's Community College, celebrating over 60 years of offering the highest possible standards in college education for the county and the region. Visit us at pgcc.edu. The opinions expressed on the Prince George's Daily Podcast do not necessarily represent those of Prince George's Community College, its employees, or its affiliates. The producers of the Prince George's Daily Podcast are Heavenly B, Maude Desai, David Smalls, Joshua Boykin, Brian Green, and Chandra Durham, and is executively produced by Dale Roten. Tune in tomorrow as we continue our discussion on businesses in Prince George's County. This is the Prince George's Daily.